Thank you for joining me today. This is a crossover edition featuring G the Beat Nick from the Straight No Chaser podcast. My name is Dale Lott Jr. And you're listening to A Better Pickup Line, the podcast. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your homeboy, G the Beat Nick. You are listening to The Crossover, where we take straight No Chaser podcasts and a better pickup line, and we put them together with me, G the Beat Nick, of course, and my homeboy, my partner, my brother from another mother, the old 90s line. Yeah, exactly. I'm bringing it back, though. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Miss a lot, his podcast, a better pickup line. The whole point of this, y'all, is just to get different perspectives on things. And right now, we're on the topic of love, but the whole point of it is to cross over what we think. We both believe the same thing but we have different we've lived different love lives yeah <laughs> very much different so we don't know how long this series might go but for today we're going to continue talking about this and i'm going to host it to the best of my ability and mr lott is going to give me the information that i need so i can find me a wife <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah you know we decided to call these things uh the amg files yeah. amg is uh is the brotherhood it's five of us it's one of those things where god spoke on my heart one day to start a brotherhood is it's, it's really going to be just just me and and G, but uh, God spoke three other fellas, put them on my heart, and we really didn't know them like that. Right, <laughs> it, right. And none of us, none, uh, uh, none of us knew each other like that, except for me and you at the time. We right. we'd been friends, and we, I ain't like you. Right, we, we started out right. <laughs> so anyway, the, the the name of the the brotherhood is called AMG, Anointed Men of God. So we call this the AMG Files because you're getting the opportunities to understand and, and look behind the veil and see how we talk with each other. Right. This conversation is not just a, a scripted conversation. This is just how we sit down and talk. Right. If anything, there's a skeleton and then we just kind of shoot. Right. <laughs> you know, we got we got a skeleton script and we shoot for it. You know what I'm saying? So this is basically what you're getting. But right now, two brothers talking about love. This is a, this is weird. Because um, one, Mr. Lott is married, I'm divorced, and you know, this is his podcast, but I'm going to share a little bit of mine with Straight No Chase. I keep it 100. I've been in many relationships, many. Like I've been married, people? I've been divorced and everything, so the views are way different. But today, in particular, we was talking before we decided to record about, look, get the, give me the word again, bro. Are you talking about uh, philia? Philia. Right, and agape? And agape love. Now, real quick, if you could, give them a short definition so we can continue the conversation. Because if I try to do it, it's going to be long and stretched out. Okay, so here we go. We're going to go with a bare bones definition. And if anybody is a Greek scholar, they may have a little issue with how I say it. Because, well, you didn't include... Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you'd be all right. Yeah, you'd be all right. So, now, there are actually... The crazy thing about love in, in, in English is we have one word for love. Right. Love. Right. <laughs> And we try to encompass all different types of aspects in one word, love. Pause. Is there a reason? Could the reason why we have one word for it is because it's just an action and that's it? No. So there's no way to, to really, there's no other reason to give it another word? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 just what you surmise could be true. Uh huh. Could just be an oversight. Could just be. I could be overthinking it too. 
could be overthinking it, or okay. it just could be. Look, it could just be the way the language developed. Right, I mean, right, I right, right. I do know that most other cultures have multiple words to express it. Okay. All right. Well, continue. Okay. So you have eros love, uh-huh. where we get the term erotic. It's uh-huh. a sensual kind of love. It's where you that know, was my problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but eros can also be about the emotion. It's it's something that's it can be temporary. It's that flame. You you know. It, Anybody can that has felt that passion, you understand eros. Strip cup love. Yeah. But it can be a little bit more than that. But yes. For lack of a better way of putting it, you know, when you up there, it's not like you're gonna tell you tell well, I know some cats are telling well, love. A, but it, there's there's a feeling there that feels like love, but it's not Right. I wanna marry you love. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's to be honest, it's all about self. Exactly. My nether regions are saying that they need something. Yep. You can provide that. Yep. Yep. So pretty much. And that's that's pretty much eros. So then you have uh, philia, which is brotherly love. Mm-hmm. It's love that you have for family members, somebody that you're connected with. Right. Um, you share a same purpose, a common goal, or whatever it is that it's a bond that you all have. AMG. AMG. But yeah. now it can also run its course because if you no longer share that bond and no longer share that, you mm-hmm. know it. You know, okay, it can go away. Okay, which is how you get the word affiliation and Philadelphia city of brotherly, brotherly love. love. Right. Okay. Okay. Now you also have what's called storage, S T O R G E, which is usually the love that a parent has for their child. Child has a parent is really based off of relationship. And that's un- is that unconditional and everlasting? It, it's not really unconditional, everlasting. It's just called natural. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's like not when a mother gives birth to a child, it's just it's, natural. You don't have natural. to learn that. It's yeah, just, it's just it's there. Okay. You know, and the same thing like you you love your parents. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then you have, it's like philostia. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really pronouncing it right, but that's love of self in a right. good way, not not a bad way. Okay. Just a good way, love of self. You also have mania, which is an obsessive love, which is not <laughs> good. <laughs> okay. Like okay, that's that that would describe my my love for Jill Scott. Nah. It's, it's unhealthy because yeah. I I love that woman. Now, nah, see, I don't think that. See, what I would call mania uh-huh. would be the rabbit in the pot. The rep. Oh, okay, yeah. For fatal, those that don't know, fatal attraction. Fatal attraction, old school movie. She loved this dude. She got obsessed, and she boiled the dude's kids' rabbit in the pot. All right, because <laughs> he because he didn't want because he didn't want to be leave with her. his wife for her. If basically. you're in that situation, that's. I don't want to even call that love. Right. So it's 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 not you're the object of my affection. You're the object of my obsession. Wow. Okay. 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 And now we get to agape love, which is that unconquerable, undefeatable goodwill. That love that is. Would you uh, say the top top? If if you had to put them on um, if yeah. you had to put them on levels, is it that top? It, it, the it best would be considered that. It, mm-hmm. it, it, even though the, the Greek had the word agape, it's pretty much even in, in the Greek, typically used in biblical mm-hmm. terms. So, yeah, it's a love that someone that you that you give it to mm-hmm. didn't qualify for. Mm-hmm. They didn't earn it. Grace. So, right. Mm-hmm. So it's not about what they do or your relationship or whatever. It's And that's why some people just call it charity or goodwill. Okay. You know, um, but I think it's also more than just. Oh, I'm just gonna love everybody. It's it's a force. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's so and it looks different because you can love your wife or your husband with agape. Uh-huh. And that's gonna look different than loving the stranger with agape. Understood, understood. You know, but yes, it's All right. 
It's a love beyond beyond just emotions and uh, affiliation. Okay. Are any of these loves unconditional? Agape is the unconditional. Unconditional. Okay. All right. Relationship wise, since we we've been talking relationships and, and love and and all this other stuff, um, as far as a relationship, when you get into a relationship and you are there levels that uh, levels are there certain levels that you should go through as far as loving a person to get to that agape love you know is would in your personal opinion you know every just to let everybody know these are biblical facts that we both believe if you don't believe that's your choice but um and these are also our personal experiences and our personal opinions added to it so and things were growing in and things were growing definitely i'm growing into because i'm learning I'm, he's teaching me as we talk in a relationship, the beginning stages of a relationship, of course, everybody, I don't think anybody will enter a relationship. Well, there are some people, but we'll talk about the people that enter relationships with the sole purpose of getting married. Okay. How, how do you, how do you get to the point where you know that, okay, I'm at this kind of love, this kind of love, not making it complicated. You understand what I'm saying? But like, I'll use me as an example. Let's say I'm, I'm talking to a lady. And uh, we, we've been talking for three months and I'm starting to feel differently about her okay. in a good way. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I, 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 I want to say I love her. You know what okay. I'm saying? Um, is there the, from the types of love you described, is there a healthy way of getting to that point without being that? agape love in three months (laughs) you know what i'm saying so so how do you how do you my question is how do you approach love in a relationship when you get to that point where somebody's going to say it right it's the actions and the is it's in the air right you know you love this person that person knows they love you Mm -hmm. but don't nobody know when to say it or how to say it well i'll say this I forgot one real quick. I'm going to ask you a question, okay. but there's, there's one, another one called Ludus. Mm-hmm. L-U-D-U-S. Mm-hmm. Too we close to Luther. Right. Like uh, well, <laughs> I was going to say, we ain't saying Luda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luda going to be on there. I got my own kind of love in these streets, baby. You ain't had no love till you had that Luda love. love. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't but, sound right. <laughs> but, Pause. <laughs> but Ludus, uh-huh. right? So that's playful okay. love. And you think about that when you think about being flirtatious. Okay. You know. You see what I'm saying? And that's different. And that's different from Eros. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's a different. Yeah. Because even that relationship that's progressing as we as we're talking about from you actually have genuine interest in this person. You still go through that that ludus stage of that flirtatious and you're thinking, you know, and you you're playing around. Yeah. So pause. Side note when you say stuff like that. That I think that is probably key to marriage too yes you got to have that you have to continue dating in marriage so ludus is probably closest related to i would say infatuation okay all right okay you know so go ahead so what you're asking me is how do i deal with these things and i think the first thing is is to understand as we're talking about this is that Mm. as i talk this out I'm learning myself right (laughs) (laughs) that's why i like ask i don't like writing down questions with mr lock because if I can, if it comes off the top of the head, then his answer is going to come off the top of the head, but it's going to make sense. Yeah. You know so here's the thing. The first thing is understanding all of these different types of, uh, of, of love, these words for love, understanding right. where you are, right. you know, understanding, okay, when I first meet somebody, there may be arrows. Mm-hmm. 
really, I just, I, I like them, but it's about me. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. You know, oh, wow, they caught, they caught my attention. Right. Okay. And understanding that where you are, like, okay, now when we say love, where, where really am I? Because if I'm really still about self, mm-hmm. then I may still be at Eros. Right. If I really just like flirting with them and playing, okay, we're dealing with Ludus. Mm-hmm. Now, Ludus can go through, can be present while all the others are present, you know, all the way through. Right. Now, we're talking about Philia. Okay, now I have moved from me to we. Yeah. I'm not seeking my good. I'm seeking our good. And that is that the point where you tell them when you reach that point? I would see no harm in saying that okay. because you actually have reached a we stage. Okay. Now, okay. even though this love is conditional, mm-hmm. guess what? This is natural human being love. Right. If that makes sense. Now, agape love is, that we say that's God-inspired, God-authored. Mm-hmm. You can't walk in agape without God. Right. Now, somebody says, well, if you're a, if you're a sinner or whatever, you can't walk in agape at all? I didn't say that. <laughs> You got to realize that we all have some, we all come from God. Right. And it's like saying, well, true joy. Can I have true joy if I'm not saved? Come on. We know that, 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 that there are yeah. times where you can feel joy. Right. You can have, you know, right. so you can actually have this, this moment where I am walking in this unconditional love. He's mm-hmm. like, how am I walking in this unconditional love? Because God causes the sun to shine on the good and the unjust alike. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm I saying? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, now, like I said, it's just not, you're not rooted in that love mm-hmm. you know you can still do some some good things though so this philly or philly or philos which is an offshoot of that is pretty much the love that most of us know really it's the love that most of us know because it's a love by association we spent time with this person we have some okay. common interests okay we have some common goals we're we're no longer in the us i mean the 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 me stage we're in the we stage so the philos love is is not solely for relationship or relationships as far as a, a mate no the philos love is love for kids brothers strangers yeah you know just just being just the, the people that say i love everybody to be honest all of these words of love can be applied right, in, right, 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 in many right. different ways. The only one that might not be applied that mania. typically, <laughs> well, mania uh, yeah. and even eros. Uh-huh. Because, but even eros, if you just look at it from the, the main standpoint of it, it's really about self, it's a selfish love, then you can probably say we've experienced even that in, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. in non-romantic relationships. Yeah. It's like, so, but um, typically eros is used as far as passion, though. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say that definitely um, may not be something that you would use. <laughs> right, 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 right. Just saying, hey, I can experience errors for anybody. Anybody that you want to really do something with. <laughs> right, right, right. So, okay, let me ask you this. Again, relationship. Uh-huh. I say I love her. She says she loves me back. Moving forward, what what would you say... And and let's just, let's just say, like I said, there's some situations where people just get in relationships just to get into. But we're talking about finding that mate. Mm-hmm. I want to move forward with this relationship. I want to move forward. Okay, we already got the "I love you," and that's a, that's a major step, right? For for a relationship that's serious that you want that does not have an end goal, for lack of a better way of putting it, okay. it's not going to end. Right. It has an end goal, but it's not going to end. 
you know what I'm saying? The end goal is to get married and you know all that good stuff. Right. So what 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 would you suggest for somebody, just a everyday person? And they could and this could you could apply this differently in your life, but I'm just talking about me in general. And some people can relate. What's the next step as far as love? When I tell I love her, this, 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 and that, okay, does the should the relationship change in actions, in words, in conversation, and things of that nature? Or is it, okay, I got that word out the way. You know I love you. Let's keep it the way it is. How do you get to that level where you want to grow in love, or grow more in love, I should say, and get to that marriage state? Or is that enough right there and you just kind of – build upon that and keep things keep things the way they are i would say that depends on the couple okay meaning we all are different in how we handle things Mm -hmm. you know um if you ask me how to get downtown and for those listening we are in atlanta so in the atlanta area i should say so if you ask me how to get to downtown atlanta my first question is where you coming from yeah, because it, it, human GPS. That's right. his. That's his nickname. The human so, GPS. So, where you coming from? Mm-hmm. Same thing here. So, when you're asking me, well, how do I progress? Well, where y'all coming from? Okay. Where are you coming from in your life? Where are they coming from in their lives? How do you term things? Mm-hmm. How do you see things? Mm-hmm. You know that depends. Yeah, so, so that's a, a relationship that you have to walk out together. I mean, should things really change? Not really. After you've told them that you love them? Not really, because think about it. Usually, if you're saying that you love them, you're already expressing something that's evident. Mm -hmm. So if it's evident, then it's not like we all of a sudden got to switch up our game. Well, no, no, no. That's not what I mean. What I mean is moving forward in a relationship after you've reached that point that you've, you've gone from friendship to courting to dating to a relationship to I love you. Everything has progressed. Right. And once you get to the I love you stage, in my personal opinion, if I if I get to that stage, then there's a strong possibility that marriage is in, somewhere in my head where I'm thinking if I'm not I'm not going to tell a person I love them if I don't see a future with them. You see what I'm saying? As far as relationship wise, we're just talking relationships. So if I tell this person, hey, I love you. And then the response is, hey, I love you, too, or whatever. My thinking and I think what a lot of people's thinking is like, "Okay, well, we know this now. Where do we go from here? We're going to keep the same relationship. We're still going to do the same things. But, you know, are we going to is there is there uh, are there steps to improve on that love are there steps to reach that goal that you want to get to or is it just something to say to just let them know hey you know what i love you okay yeah, i love you too and then you keep it moving i think because I, th- I think there should be there should be a point to it if you tell somebody you love them there should be a point i think what you're asking me is how do you intentionally build relationships how do you build off of that? Yeah. Because it it just wouldn't make any sense for me to tell somebody that without building upon that. Without without Oh, well, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not just going to just just say it just Oh, girl, you know I love you or I love you whatever. It's like, okay, when I tell you that, it's all it's all it's 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 solid. It's like, you know what, you with me. And even even in it's been some relationships where I've been in love with with a woman and the relationship didn't work out, but we remain really good friends. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So 
I think this is one of those areas where how you think things comes into play. Mm -hmm. You're saying, I'm saying I love you. So where do we go from here? Yeah. I'm, yeah. We need to move forward with something. I'm saying, this is how I see it. Uh-huh. If I said I love you, we're already going somewhere. You see, do you see both, both are right? Both are, there's, both are there's, right. There's nothing so, so wrong. It's a, ma- it's a matter of. That's what I'm saying. How you see things. Because if I say I love you, that means the course that we've already been walking has got us to this point. Has got us to this point. Okay. So we're headed somewhere. Right. And because we're headed somewhere, um, I don't necessarily feel the need to switch up or change anything. I'm letting you know right now. It's like. I'm letting you know right now when I text, you better text me back. <laughs> when I call, you better call me back. When I say I love you, the game didn't change. Now I need I need passwords. I need oh, <laughs> I need to know, is that your brother? Because you know how some women do. Oh, hey, word to the wise, fellas. This is straight no chase advice. This has nothing to do with better pickup line. If a <laughs> if a woman tell if a woman greets a boy or a man That's that, her brother. That's her brother, or she said, Hey, big head. They smashed. <laughs> they smashed. I promise you. You know. Now, now this doesn't. Dude, that, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll give you some leeway on the brother thing, but that, the big head thing. The big head <laughs> thing is factual. I don't care. And let me take the brother thing back. Matter of fact, because my brother, my brother's wives, they acknowledge me as brother, and I've never smashed any of their wives ever. And Shep calls you brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, she calls me brother as well. So, so let's scratch the brother part out. <laughs> But if she says, "What's up, big head?" and, they, and it's that, and it's that, look at the hug. Look, 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 look. No, she says it in the way that you that she seems like she's the girl that wears the uh, the uh, either the bamboo earrings or uh, the or the big loop earrings mm-hmm. with the balls on the back of the socks. If she got the balls on the back of the socks, and she says, "What's up, big head?" and she slaps him on his head, and she got the gum in her mouth while she chewing. It's a wrap. They smashed a lot. They did it. Okay, again, this is straight no chaser. This is the host. This is this is not a better pickup line opinion. But I'll delve into this on my podcast because the devil is a lie when she said, "No, we never did." You called him big head and you slapped him. You, if they hit the ne- the nape of that neck, <laughs> it's a rabbit. He smiled at her. What's up, girl? It ain't right. But anyway, okay. So back on track. Back I'm on sorry. track. I'm sorry. I had a moment. <laughs> now, see, this is where you're supposed to say, "I digress." I digress. Oh, oh. We're not getting into that. Okay. Anyway. But I digress. <laughs> so now here's how I see it. Again, mm-hmm. if we're walking down this path together, right? Right. L- you get to a path or, or a point. Let's like you're walking down a, 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 a path and you get to a point that says the point of no return. Right. Well, we need to know if we commit it, right? So right. when I, so when we get to this point of no return, I'm looking at you. You know I love you, right? Right. I'm committed to you. Mm-hmm. So let's keep walking. So we're already walking that way. So I don't feel the need to change anything. I just need to let you know, this is the point of no return. I'm yeah. going down this <laughs> <Yeah>. road. Are <laughs> you with me or not? Yeah. Now, I, I remember when I was young, shoot, we were talking about 19, eight, no, 18 or something like that. I remember mm-hmm. telling the girl, and she was like, I can't say it yet. Right. But I appreciate you telling me that. And it was like two weeks later. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Which, that's a that's respectable, right? That's I mean, extremely respectable. Like I didn't, I didn't freak, you. I didn't freak out. Like you don't <laughs> yeah. love me. I was like, okay, I get it. I mean, it's, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you know. But I'm letting you know where I am, and nothing changed for us. And then she, you know, I, I can, you know. So, 
Now that's 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 growth. The growth you was talking about earlier, Absolutely. as far as when you tell somebody, and it, and this goes into my next question: when you tell somebody you love them and they don't say it back, that response you got mm-hmm. is a response that I believe that they do love you, but they're just they're just trying to be real careful, right? With uh, now, if she had just said okay. And walked out, you'd be like, "Yo, what's that? <laughs> that's 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 that that's when it's like, hold on, hold hey, on, man. Hold on I didn't ask if you wanted McDonald's or Burger King. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what's up? You know, but um, if the person doesn't respond to your to your um, I love you or whatever, a lot of it has to do with with, with body language. I believe you know if you, yes. you can look at a person, so we can't really we can't really delve into that because it's a podcast. But if if you feel the feeling isn't mutual, what do you do? What do you do? How do you, I mean, can, you can't take love back. Well, see, this is philios. Okay. <laughs> or philia, philos. Okay. All, I'm, I'm pronouncing it differently, but it's the same. Right. So this is a, a kind of a conditional love. It's a, it's a mutual give and take. Yeah. So. When you get friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> so you can <laughs> which I've never been friend zone. I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. Your boy never been friend zone. But anyway. friend zone is a choice. No, it's not. Friend zone's a choice. From who? The other person? The no, person the In other per- words, yourself. You can't make somebody love you, but you can control whether or not you in the friend zone. I can make somebody love me. Okay. No, I can't. But, Go but, ahead. But you you determine whether or not you're going to be friend zoned if you understand what I'm right, saying. Right, because right, you right, can end right. that. Like, you know what? I choose not to. Right, right. I understand what you're saying. But what was I saying? If they don't respond. If they don't respond. Okay. Honestly, if they don't respond, it is a conditional thing. You still have emotions because your emotions are not attached to them. Right. But you definitely have that choice as to whether or not you want to continue in that relationship or not. How do you handle that? I mean, let's let's use an example of uh, I wouldn't say deep love, but you have a deep affection, a deep with, affection with somebody. somebody. It's like you know, it's I, an attachment I'm, now. Yeah, you're, you're attached. I'm really digging this person. You know, not on just a physical. You know, it's like you know you're what? Really digging this I'm person. really digging this person, and you and you blurt it out or you say you it. You know or why most people carry those feelings of love, though that that affection like that? Okay, why? It's because the relationship didn't run its course. You weren't finished with it. Ah. You've been in relationships where it was, a, again, we ain't talking about agape love. We talking about this, this uh, affilia or eros or mm-hmm. ludus. And once you've explored, fully explored that relationship and, and realized, ah, that's not me for long term. Mm-hmm. It's easy to it, breaking up may be hard to do still because you're attached to them. But once it's over, mm-hmm. you don't look back like, man, I wonder what could be. Mm-hmm. But if you ever sit there and say man, I love you, or you're in this relationship, and let's say like they break it off, mm-hmm. and you weren't fully, ex- you hadn't finished fully exploring it I didn't it yet. finish the chapter. Right, you yeah. didn't finish the chapter. That thing always lingers because there was no closure for you. And then that's where the hurt comes in. That's that where the hurt and rejection comes in. So, but here's the thing. If, if you find that, that someone doesn't love you like that, I would just say, hey, man, if, if you don't, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. If you want to continue walking out because you feel like they're still growing and you still have something that you're building together, mm-hmm. Then by all means do, but if if you feel like, hey, I love you, <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, you might really. Oh God, need that. don't say thank you. Oh God, don't say. Right. Thank you. <laughs> my, but, but you get my point. My, yeah. In that case, you, you might want to think about. Yeah. Just hey, for your own, 
that's when you need that. Uh, was it Felistia? You need mm-hmm. that self love. Yeah, <laughs> you need to love yourself you need to start enough. Love yourself because enough. ain't nobody loving you. <laughs> you need to love yourself enough to leave. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, hey, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But really, here, here, here's what just really boils down to me. Okay, it boils down to the importance of recognizing, understanding, and experiencing God's love for you. That that's the most important part of it. Once you do that, that becomes your checklist. Mm-hmm. Because it becomes if you can't love me like my dad loves me. Right. Is that possible? Is yeah. that is it honest question. Okay. Is that possible? Because I've I've battled with this myself. Is it possible to love somebody the way God loves us? Well I mean, bro, it's, it's possible. That's that. That's that's a love that can't even really be described. Right. But here's the reason why people have trouble with it. I mentioned it in the the first podcast that we did together. Mm-hmm. People look at love, especially agape, like 1 Corinthians 13 mm-hmm. gives the characteristics of love. And they say, oh, okay, if I'm kind, if I'm this, if I'm that, then I'm love. Right. No. Love has, excuse me, love needs to be flowing through us. So basically, like I said, it's, it's like you touching an electrical outlet. Mm-hmm. Something is happening to you. You're being electrocuted. Right. But if I was to touch your foot while you're being electrocuted, that electricity would then flow through, through me. Through me and go to and go to me. Well, if I touch your foot, you're t- let's say you're touching the electrical main. Okay. Then now it flows through you and oh, yeah. affects me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Same thing with love. We want to experience love. God is wants us to experience his love. It's something happening to us. And flowing through us mm-hmm. to somebody else. So, in other words, what you're saying is, in order to experience true love, the love of a mate, like I said, to to get to that point, you have to tap into the source of love. The, the absolutely, you have to love. You have to experience the love of God first in order to give somebody that same experience. John 15 says, when he talks about I am divine, he says, you can do nothing except you are in me. Right. Right. And so the route we take as humans with free will, and sometimes I wish he didn't give us free will, but (laughs) but I'm grateful for it because anyway, that's another story. Um, As humans, I think what we do, and I could be wrong, is we, we manufacture our own love. Yes, and then we ask, and God then we ask God for that agape to come on top. Like I was like, and God's like, I had no part of it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop it. But there's certain blessings that might not come with it. Is that is this, is this true? That there's certain blessings that you can miss out on, not necessarily okay. not have. If you can in, understand in, my in, question, in essence, you're correct. Here's the thing: we've all been blessed with all spiritual blessings already, so God right. has already prepared everything for us. Right. What happens is though. It's in a certain place in a certain alignment. And mm-hmm. when we're not in that place or alignment, we're like, where is it? Lord, you promised that you give it to me. It's like, I already did, but you won't be in the proper place that I designed for you to have it. Right. It's like your foot is your foot, right? Right. If your foot is like, man, I want to be part of the hand ministry. Right. I want to be your hand. Right. It's like your foot cannot operate unless it's connected to your ankle, which is connected to the knee. All of that. That that proper alignment allows your foot. You can flex your foot. You can move your, your foot. Your foot is where it's supposed to be. It, it serves its purpose. And now Once you it, try to move it, and now it doesn't. It, it doesn't have that same function. Right. So when we talk about love, and we say, but doesn't God love us? Yes. But when you when you talk about love, and Jesus is love because 
that's who he is. Right. He says that he, he says in John 15 that he, he planted us, purposefully planted us. He says, I placed you. Mm-hmm. So where he placed us and where he planted us, that is his love for us. Mm-hmm. His love is flowing that way. Understood. And when we're in proper alignment, connected to who we're supposed to be connected to, mm-hmm. we're experiencing the love of God flowing in us, through us, to us, energizing our work. But if we want to decide that we want to put ourselves where we want to put ourselves, right. we're like, why is this dysfunction here? Because you're not in the proper alignment. And so we're trying to find relationships on our own and then go and, to God. God. And then insert God into the it's relationship. It's like, man, look, just follow me. Flow with me. Mm-hmm. There is somebody that I have for you. Not saying that there's only one person, because if there's only one person, then you couldn't get, then you, if your mate died, then you just be by yourself. <laughs> so he's not saying that, but right. he's saying, I know who works well with you. Yeah. I have a gift. I have somebody that I designed to share my love with you. They right. are the conduit of my love. So they're not loving you in their own self-effort, trying to attain to my level of love. Mm-hmm. They're allowing my love for you to flow through them. So so my, my simple thinking, this is what I visualize. So this is basically out of what you said, this is what I visualize and what I think. God get if I if God was to do this, this is what I visualize. Okay, okay. Okay. There's 10 women in front of you. Okay. All right. All these women have the the kind of love that you described, but they all look different. Okay. So basically what I'm getting out of it is like guys telling you like, you know what? As long as they have this love for you, that's the one for you. But if you prefer one with thicker thighs, that's number seven. If you want the one that <laughs> I'm just being no, no, 100. No, no, no. It's just funny how you said it, but keep going. Keep you know, going. being 100 where it's yeah. like, you know what? I think God wants you to have this certain kind of love, of course, from him. And then you flow through through your mate or whatever. But as far as preferences and appearances and all that, he, he's like, that's completely up to you. Um, if you, One through ten, you know, I don't I, one's cool, but I don't like them. She got cankles. I don't like cankles, I, you know, or whatever. And it, maybe it just becomes a fact of as long as that love is there, you're good. I'll let I want you to choose who you want to choose physically. But as far as the love part, I would prefer you to choose the kind of love that I give you. That way the relationship can flow and can grow and do the things that it needs to uh, become. Well, that can be one way of looking at it. The way I look at it is this. We always quote Psalms 37, 4. Uh, I might say it wrong right now, but trust in the Lord with all your heart. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Uh, commit your ways to the Lord. He, he, gosh, I hadn't said it in so long, but... He, He'll give you the desires of your heart, mm-hmm. right? And we always look at that and say, oh, God will give me what I desire instead of real thinking of it in the terms of God will put in me the right, right desire. And then he'll give me what he put in me. So I look at it like this. God so, sh- so with that, you know what? I'm looking it up as you, as okay. you speak right now. But then the other scripture says, it's him that works in us both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So he puts desires in us as well. Right. So you look at it and sit there and say, why do I like a short, dark-skinned woman. Right. Thick thighs. Why do I like that? You know? Right. With a, with a, with a twinge of hood in her. Why, why do I like that? I blame Atlanta. Well, you can blame Atlanta. Because when I was in Cali, I wasn't into that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, the, but here's the thing about it, though. God is shaping your desires because there is somebody that he has for you that he's already prepared for you who's short, dark-skinned, thick thighs with a little hood in them. Yeah. 
You do you understand? Now, what I'm saying, now what I, I'm not saying that you don't have free will. Right. This is where free will and God's will kind of mesh. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? He yeah. just he's shaping your desire, and right. you, and it's what you want. Right. It's not that he's making you have it because you can sit there and say, "Well, Lord, I don't want that. I want tall, light skin, whatever." And it's like, okay, I got you. Yeah. So it's not it's not that it's just so it's not him overriding free will. It's just that he's shaping your desires as you submit to him, as you you know, because he knows what you like better than what you like. He knows the very numbers on your very numbers of hair on your head. I'm bald, but go ahead. (laughs) You actually aren't quite bald, but uh, he knows all of that. I think the scripture you're talking about was Psalms 37, four. Yeah, read it. Take take the light in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Thank you. For some reason, I just couldn't get it come to my head yeah but basically you know it it is correct it's not really that it's just one person Mm -hmm. as much as it is he knows who you work best with and so just like your finger is connected to your really to your knuckle first right right so instead of your finger trying to oh i like that ear up there i want to connect to the ear Mm -hmm. that's what we do oh i like the knee i want to connect to the knee he's like i have a knuckle for you to connect to right so when we do that, now the blood and everything flows correctly in your body the way it's supposed to. Right. And that's what he wants. He wants you to connect with somebody that he has designed for you. Because remember, in in Genesis, Abraham was like, uh, hey, he told his servant, go back to my family and find a, a wife for my son, Isaac. Mm-hmm. And the servant was praying to God, God, show me who would you have uh to be my son, my servant's son's wife. Right. And of course, Rebecca showed up. And so then Rebecca's father and brother was like, take her and go and let her be your master's son's wife as the Lord has spoken. Mm-hmm. We forget that. And the reason why we forget that is because we had all of the church pimps. All of, the Lord said, you're supposed to be my wife. So yeah. we had to kind of clean that up and say, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. God ain't about to make you marry somebody you don't want to marry. Right, right, right. And so you got to keep that in balance. But God has spoken. Right. And you just have to be willing to receive. Right. And then you'll this agape love is easy because it's him expressing his love for you through somebody else. Right. And even then when he does that, I believe when when you really get in and when you really tap into God's love, I really believe in the whole she'll come around, he'll come around, whatever. It, yeah. It, it's yeah. It, it'll 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 be organic, it'll be natural, it won't be, you know, any kind of you know, be at Miss Winters at twelve oh one. This, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? It could be somebody you already know, but you never, you never really know until you get into that situation. So, with that being said, it, you ready to end this? We can end this. I mean, because the next more, one, if you got some more on you, I got a little bit more, a little okay, bit more. Go ahead. But um, what you, what uh, I'm getting a lot from what you're saying because in the past relationship I've had, um, there was love there, right? I don't know what kind. <laughs> I right. really, I really couldn't tell you what kind, but I know that it. I know that it was more feeling than it was. Um, Put it this way: if you were to mouth their name and not say it, I could tell you that was that was more of a combination of Ludus and Philia. You had a. You little, think so? That's accurate. Okay, so with that, with that, and that re- relationship ended. Um, 
moving forward, and I, and I'll make this my last question. Moving forward, how does one avoid? Because see, the, the type of person I am when 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 it, when loves get when love gets involved with each person, it's always been different, but the result has always been the same. Mm-hmm. With the exception of my ex-wife, but the result is still, still the same. same. Right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, moving forward, like me being a single man, wanting to be in a relationship, wanting to be in love, and wanting all these wonderful things. If I can, how can I avoid um, the same result? You know what I'm saying? Because there's there there. There's there's things that I just naturally do when I'm when I love a person that I don't want to that I don't want to take away. You know what I'm saying? But maybe that's part of the problem or whatever the case may be. I don't know. So moving forward for somebody that has been in love, for people that have been in love and that shun it and be like, you know what? Forget relationships. I'm a thought all over Atlanta. That's what I'm going to do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? For the hurt people. How do you hurt people and people that want to learn? Because, I mean, I haven't given up on it. I believe okay. it's still out there. I believe my wife is still out there. Yeah. I believe that I'm going to find her. She's going to find me. I'm going to be in the place that I need to be. She's going to be in the place she needs to be. And everything will be, you know, what it is. But how do I avoid <laughs> my repetitive doom? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, trying to avoid the repetitive doom, first thing that you're doing I don't want to say wrong, but the first thing that just, this, just this, say what it is. I understand. Um, the the first thing that's happening is you're trying to do it in your self effort. Okay. We all. I mean, if if you put it way, if you failed in relationships, and even uh, some of us who have had some success in relationships, mm-hmm. let's be quite honest, we're doing it in our self effort. Yeah. And as long as we have our strength, we're able to kind of muscle something to make it work. Right. Trying to control love. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But the, the the reality is, if we're saying that we are experiencing, if we say that God loves us, uh-huh. well, let me back up. First and foremost, we have to understand that he loves us, okay? Right. And we have to grow in that love. Right. To experience it ourselves from him. So we got we have to get a revelation of how he loves us. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. This mm-hmm. is, so that requires us spending time with him. Mm-hmm. Now. Once we get a revelation of his love, we have to understand that if he loves us, his love is expressed. How is it expressed? Through purpose, through assignment, through that. That, that means he's he's left some gifts for us. Mm-hmm. He's done something for us. He cares for us. OK, so if he if he loves me, he's already left me a purpose. He's left me a wife or a husband if if you're a woman or right. or, or uh he's already prepared a place for me to live he prepared a job for me to work in he prepared an assignment for me he mm. prepared friends for me all to express his love for me right now my job now is to put myself in position and alignment with that love mm. so where am i supposed to be lord mm. love me Show me where I'm supposed to be. When I get into that place where I am supposed to fit like a puzzle fitting in its like a puzzle piece fitting in its place in the puzzle on all sides. It has everything that it needs and it fits securely. Right. Right. So when you find that place and you get into that place, everything that you need is on all sides of you now. Mm hmm that make you were looking for the career you were looking for the friends you were looking for that peace, that joy, it all stems from us recognizing he loves me. And that love has expression. I just need to get in the flow of that love. Right. And so now when you're dealing with a person and you're saying, well, how, how do I know that I'm loving them with that agape love naturally flowing through me? 
read Romans 8 37, where mm-hmm. it says that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, yeah. right? Says, so, so now, because of his love for us, we're more than conquerors. We know we're in that place when we get to experience the spoils of victory without having to do the fighting. So, layman's. When it becomes easy and natural for you to experience increase in victory in your life. Okay. So now you, you find that you're, you, you are experiencing, you're experiencing a love where as it's flowing to them, mm-hmm. You're experiencing it at the exact same time. Uh, where okay, I see, I see. Um, now you look at in your life, what's happening in your life. You're like, man, I'm having victory in my life like I never had before. Right. My life is being elevated like it's never been elevated before. Right. What is this? Because relationship is how God elevates us. Mm. Relationship is how He protects us. How He promotes us. He puts people in our lives right. that are there. Right. You know, even when He told uh, uh, Moses, "Go back and deliver my people." Moses, like, man, I don't know how to speak. I can't talk no more. He says, "All right, I got your brother Aaron. Right. He's gonna help you talk." Right. And you know what? An example of that, and it's not even a relationship with a person. I've experienced that with my relationship with God. Yes. You see what I'm saying? The more the more I acknowledge and 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 the more I spend time with him, the more things I'm like this would have never happened to me or for me. Mm-hmm. You know, along with the the sobriety and all that stuff and the job cuz if anybody knows me knows that I'm a felon and it was hard for me to get a job. You know what I'm saying? But my own place, paying my own rent, paying my own light bill and things of that nature. But all that the stuff people take for granted. All that stuff is that I, I, I wasn't capable of doing on my own. And it was mostly because I was selfish and alcoholic and I spent my money on beer, you know, and alcohol well, and everything. Honest. You know what I'm saying? But once I developed this relationship with God where it's like, you know what? And this is going to sound weird to um, people that don't believe, but I started dating God. Like, yeah. you know what? It's going to be me and you, dude. We, we chilling. You know, whatever. And things started to happen for me. You know what I'm saying? The podcast started. The website happened. Yep. You know, this this uh, started happening. Other ideas. So I can see where you're saying in that. And if you can get that in a relationship. Just imagine. Then, then you got. Then then that's when you have your T.D. Jakes and what's his wife's name? Uh, oh, Sarita. Sarita. That's when you have that. That's when you have that. Pass a dollar and pass the taffy relationship. That's when you have that, that Kenneth Copeland, Glory Copeland. You know, and, and just walking together. You know, where it's like, you know what? It's not just you're just finishing my sentences. It's I could trust you with what God has given me if I can't do it. Yes. God forbid something was to happen to me or I'm I'm out of the country and there needs to be a decision made now. You don't have to call me because you already know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? So if if people could get to that relationship. It's all. It almost seems like a fantasy. I think that's it, and that's it seems where most impossible. people. That's what most that's people where my, that's where my thought process is. Just to be one hundred with you, where I'm like, that's not even humanly possible. And it's not. You just said it. It's not humanly possible. Too supernatural. And 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 but relationships are human. But you experience the supernatural. We go end it like that because <laughs> I, I can't take no more. My, how does it? <laughs> my brain my brain is blown but um 
we gonna end it with that because tell them how they can find you, bro. Huh? Tell them how they can find. They you. can find man. Look, find me in the streets, man. I don't want to talk no more. No, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Facebook, G the Beat Nick. That's G T H E B E A T N I K. You can find me on Instagram with that same. You can go to my website, thestraightnochasershow.com. Pretty soon we're going to have some new podcasts up there. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Yes, I'm, yes, yes. I'm speaking faith. Jesus. And um, you can find me. Yeah, you can find me. Or you can Google me. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't, if you have a hard time finding me, look up Mr. Lott's information. I'm somewhere in on, on his page somewhere. I better be, right? Yeah, we we make sure you add it. Yeah, yeah, you do that. Make sure that happens today. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, I, actually, I do because on the last podcast, I, I did uh, already. Uh, okay, okay, I, I gotta, do have a hyperlink on there. I got to make sure I do that with you. But how? how well, they're listening to your podcast. What happened? But do you still tell them how? Well, I can tell you how you can find them. iTunes, right? Yeah. Google Play. Yep. You can find them on his website, a better pickup line. Yep. YouTube. You yeah, YouTube. Is there a name on the YouTube? Uh, everything. So off. All social media accounts, save for Instagram, is uh, Dale Lott Jr. Okay. Um, Instagram is Dale Lott. Okay. And I'm going to put a little bit more pressure on them. YouTube videos. We need more of those. I know. I know. And, 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 and Instagram. Yeah, I got to get on my ground. You know what? You've seen what I've been doing for the past. I like it. It's It's effective. Really? It's, it's effective. I strongly suggest that, but we'll talk okay. about that later. But I appreciate you letting me host the show. A better pickup line, like I said, y'all, please, please, please just, I'm not, I'm not begging. You need this in your life because it's a honest perspective. It's a biblical perspective, and it's something that can help you grow, whether you're in a relationship or you're trying to find a relationship or you're in a marriage or you're trying to find a marriage. So I want to thank you for that today. I'm going to find me a woman with loose morals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but I appreciate it. We go end it like that. I love you, bro. Love you too, bro. All right. Well, that's our show for today. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me through my social media accounts at Jr. and on Instagram. It's Dell.lot. Or you can reach out to me through my blog, a betterpickupline.com, and inbox me your questions there. Now, before we leave, I'm going to ask you to do three things. Number one, subscribe. Whether you're listening through iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite pod catcher is, make sure you subscribe. The second thing, help me spread the word. If you're consuming this podcast through Facebook or YouTube, like, share, comment. Make sure you tell somebody who you think this podcast would be a benefit to. The third thing I'm asking you to do is visit DellLot.org. If you'd like to invite me out to your church, your convention, your conference, your organization, whatever your function is, you would like me to come out and speak. You can find all the information on DellLot.org. As well, there's information about my book, In That Land, A Seed, Time, and Harvest Approach to Finding a Wife. And I'm going to ask you to purchase that today. And with that being said, I want you to have a great and awesome day. And join me next time on A Better Pickup Line, the podcast. Oh, 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 oh,